I uh, I finally got my my and there's air quotes around this physical component of uh, not the actual events today uh, in the mail, the new Nine Inch Nails album. Oh, really? Um, and the physical component is it was this giant black envelope, um, and the back of the envelope had this warning sticker on it with a long description about how this album could contain subversive material and they're not responsible for anything that <laughs> happens to you because of it. And that, uh, that the mess that they, the mess that you create because of it is not their fault. And I'm like, okay, this hmm. is interesting. Um, and I open it and it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of like, I don't like six by 12. It's a, it's a strange size of postcard, but it's this cardstock with like various various uh pictures on it but they're all i mean it's all just like it's all each one is uh lyrics to a different song on the on the album huh. and it's all very like nine inch nails looking but everything in there is completely covered in soot whoa <laughs> so you take it out and cool. there's just soot everywhere and like as you as you are like touching these cards and like trying to figure out what the hell is going on, you're like leaving your fingerprints on the cards and stuff. Um, huh. So there was a big group of people that was post that were posting all of because all the cards are different. No one, no two people have the same cards. And holy uh, shit! And everyone was posting pictures of theirs and like what they've done with the soot on them because people started to like figure it out and draw on them with the soot. <laughs> Oh, cool! It's super, super weird, but, but just really the Q-tip. Cool. No, like with their fingertips and stuff. Like there's, it's like really smudgy and um, because cool. that the envelope is has a ton of soot in the bottom of it. So you just like rub your hands around in it, and you can like. Um, but the part about this that I think you'll really appreciate is, is not not five minutes after I opened it, uh, I had Jen hold Pavel up while I tried to dip his paws in the soot so I could leave cat paw prints on, yes. on the cardstock. <laughs> that is amazing. Unfortunately, How did Pavel take it? Uh, he was not happy. He he landed a few strikes against both of us, but um, and unfortunately. Cat paws do not hold on to soot like human fingers do, so he he was unable to leave his mark. But uh, wow, yeah, that was the art project this afternoon. Yeah, that's literally like an art installation. Yeah, to you, and and it's funny because the now so there was a description of the physical component on the website, like when you pre-ordered it. Um, mm. There was a description of what you would get if you pre-ordered the physical component, and it, it was like something along the lines of, uh, "We're sending you this physical component. And we'll or we'll send you this uh, the physical part of this album, um, which is which we have very limited quantities of, but we want it to exist physically in your world. So you have to deal with it." <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and and like the end of it was like um, uh, something about it being messy and and you having to figure out. <laughs> How to, how to work with this in your life. Uh, and hmm. It's super cool, I think. I really Jen, like Jen was like, what the, what? There's no, because there wasn't a CD in it. It's just the cardstock. <laughs> she was like, there's no, so there's no music. So you pre-ordered a CD and there's, there's not a CD. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, no. I bet some people are going to be real sore about yeah. that. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, oh, 
I think it's super cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and figure out how to make something out of those cards because they look really nice too. Um, That's beautiful. Actually, man. I take a lot of pictures. I tweeted them today. Uh, that here, I'll I'll just send you a picture now just so you have it because I think it's. Are you gonna put it on the um, into the Echo Twitter? I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't use my personal okay. Twitter. <laughs> Can you tell everybody uh, where they would find that? Oh, oh, you mean like right now? Because we're like recording and stuff? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'll probably keep that in. I'll shorten it, but I'll probably keep that in. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to see uh, if you want to see a picture of these cards that showed up, uh, it's at Echopod on Twitter. Um, mm. And, yeah, tell me what you think of them. I think they're really cool. Uh, very, very Nine Inch Nails-y. And then, of course, there's like a... There's like a negative print of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross that came with it as well. Um, nice. That's like, it's like, it's see-through. It's on. It's printed on some sort of film. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Like a film, like an actual film film. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, super excited. And it's of course it. covered in soot, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is. Man. It's all just like that black is... and weird and very. It's it's fitting because I was watching um, earlier this week. I spent my morning before work watching the almost the entirety of the their uh performance at woodstock in 94 uh where they were they were completely covered in mud in mud yeah they they covered themselves in mud before they went on stage it's Hmm. it's an industrial thing cool (laughs) i'm making this picture the um the title art for this episode oh absolutely yeah that's pretty neat yeah i know they're cool they're different colors and everything. That uh-huh. is beautiful. Yeah, I know. I am so on board for this idea. Yeah, me this too. This is so cool. I was so excited. <laughs> it was so funny. I was so, I was so excited when I opened it, and Jen was just like, "What?" <laughs> just <laughs> kind of standing there, like, "Wait a second. What? Like, what are these? <laughs> what is this? Like, I don't. This is... I don't care. It's something that Trent Reznor loaded soot into this envelope and sent it to me." This is so much more beautiful than i expected yeah wow that's cool yeah that was my that was my thought it was like it just it turned out so well man love that yep. love that super cool um but i'm gonna change the topic i suppose okay. uh oh yeah if anyone's interested you can look at that on twitter i'll also have the album art um yeah check it in the show notes uh, lots of lots of exciting thanks. stuff going on for the podcast this this week. We're yeah, dude. We haven't been in the studio for almost a month. No, it's been more than a month. Yeah, we've at least I've I'll, I'll speak for myself. Um, seasonal affective disorder, whatever it is, I got my butt kicked by the uh, winter time. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. Yeah, uh, kind of put me under a little bit. But, but, Riley, um, spring is uh, springing. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's still technically winter, whatever. But I, I got a glimpse of some really nice days this weekend. And, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week is supposed to be really nice. Um, so I uh, kind of busted out one of my rites of spring where I, I opened myself up to find a new... Uh, bubblegum pop super poppy song oh boy. because uh, I, I know <laughs> <laughs> but to me like nothing says spring you know like flowers and, and, and birds and sunshine and energy like nothing um, 
nothing fits that quite as well as just an utterly sickeningly sweet pop song. Yeah. So okay, yeah. my first track for today, uh, it's not. It, mm, I feel like such a uh, such kind of a tag along, like a little bit of a me too, because they covered this song on All Songs Considered um, mm, NPR's oh music show. They also covered it on, oh man, it's in a few different magazines. I think Vice did something on it. Anyway, it's uh, it's already taken off and got its own legs, so maybe I'm late to the party, whatever. Um, who cares? But the song, yeah, who cares, whatever. Uh, but the song is called Glitter. It is by a an indie pop band called uh, Charlie Bliss. That's Charlie with a Y, not an IE. And Bliss as in lots of happiness. And that's exactly what the song is. And I'll um, give you a little cut of it right here. Do you hate it, Riley? You know, when I first when I first played this song, uh, my immediate gut reaction was that of like six too many shots of whiskey, um, <laughs> just like yep. immediately trying to evacuate my body of what just happened. But <laughs> as as I as I progressed, because mm-hmm. I know that. In the in the origins of this podcast, I agreed. We both agreed that we would subject ourselves to things that we did not agree with, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the the mentality I went into this track with. Um, mm-hmm. So, as I kept subjecting myself, it started to kind of infect me, like pop music yes. often does. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't know what. I think I think what really kind of finally made it click a little bit for me was that it it kind of has a, a little bit of a pop rocky vibe going on to it. Um Yeah, there's a trying, there's a guitar song. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a comparable band. Um I don't know, maybe it's like a super like if Interpol did a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> it's like if the yeah yeah yeahs did Molly. Yeah. <laughs> And just like wanted to feel the world around them. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it right there. That's uh, mm. that's kind of what I eventually connected to in this. What yeah. uh, uh, I I know you've been dealing with the winter in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Was this was this kind of your ticket out? Yeah, this was my uh, groundhog not seeing its shadow, <laughs> which. Unfortunately, is not what happened in the real world. It, you know, the groundhog predicted six more weeks of winter. But then I heard this song, and I'm like, no, no, I'm going to call bullshit on the uh, groundhog. So, yeah, I heard this, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to make it. I really am going to make it. How, and how did you come across this? And NPR, all songs considered. Ah, okay. Yeah, not, not super original. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But I heard it. And I'm just like, sweet mercy. And I don't know. I, I even like that it has more depth than it could have, given its general sound and her very high-pitched voice and stuff. But the the chorus begs the central question of, am I the best 
or just the first person to say yes. And I think that that is a very interesting insecurity to have within a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when she's being very critical of the other person in the song where she's saying, you need to stop shitting where you eat and uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you need to stop screwing this up because I'm having some real second thoughts about my role in this relationship. Um, like, am I just here because you just wanted someone and I was the first person to say yes. Is that all this is? Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a pretty interesting insecurity and it'd be really sad if it was the case. But I feel like that happens a lot, though. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people go out and they just want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And the first person who shoots some signals back, they're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I know that's a very dangerous thing these days, yeah. I think, uh, more so than than previously. I think online dating probably <laughs> probably uh, <laughs> lends itself to that fairly often of because people that use that, which I I was one of them, I I won't I'm not ashamed to admit that. But um, oh yeah, you did try. It. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I wish we had been recording a podcast at that time so we could have talked. About I know it. that oh, that would have been great. <sighs> um, but uh, I think just the mentality of people that use it, they're eager to be involved with somebody, um, and mm-hmm. I won't say how, but you know it's fairly obvious. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. I, I think there's an there's an air of desperation around some of those um, some of those connections, and mm. yeah, it's it's a dangerous way to go about things. So, it, although this song is super poppy and happy and bubblegummy, it it deals mm-hmm. with some fairly fairly serious things, mm-hmm. which is great. I think I it's like the perfect combination of it's like the the perfect like like teenage shitstorm for you. <laughs> and how about that music video? Huh? Uh, the music video is I am on my third time through it since we started here, and uh, I love it. It just it's so entertaining. It's just a guppy swimming around because yeah. that's the name of the album. So it's just like a goldfish just swimming, swimming around, around. and eating some pebbles. Yep, and uh, there's a little bottle of Jaeger in the background. Um, <laughs> it's just like and there's even they even left the detail in of having one of the aquarium fake aquarium plants floating. <laughs> How awesome is that? There's like a little love a little turtle figurine in front of the aquarium, like looking into the. It's just it's great. It's just it's so simple, but it's so effective. It's such attention to detail. You can tell that like they really did like come across this aquarium and that house and stuff like in its current state, and just turn the camera on. Yep. Like there was no grooming of the atmosphere. <laughs> no. Like I love it. Yeah. I love it's it. It's very. So like, I couldn't have thought up a better music video for this song. Mm. <laughs> I'm so excited for the album to come out. By the time this episode's out, the album it'll be might it'll be, be fairly out. close. Yeah. Is it? Wait. Oh, it's not coming out until like middle of April. Yeah. Oh right? uh, yeah. Oh okay. We got nah, we got we'll a little bit. To, yeah. We still have a little ways to go. Uh, so, uh, is spring springing for you? Or are you still? Uh, um, I'm. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't say spring is springing. Um, I don't have that. I usually have, when spring first comes around, I have kind of an insatiable desire to be out and, uh, ah, and yes. never come home <laughs> and just keep going. That's when I start distance running is when it starts to get nice. Um, oh, distance running. I thought maybe you meant like going for a pack of cigarettes oh, and just never coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Newports, man. Newports. Um, 
No, I've never I've never actually held a cigarette in my hand before. I've never never even so much really? as thought about it. Yeah. Never going to. Um uh quick confession time and then I'll sorry. Uh often you know how you generate conversations in your head where you're saying all the right things? Yes. And and being like yeah. kind of a badass about uh-huh. it. I'm smoking in like half of mine. <laughs> I I just take a drag off of a cigarette and I'm like well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know, I'm just like a total <laughs> taking pulls off of a cigarette that, or like sipping a big swig of whiskey or something every time. That you you are seriously your your ideal self, your ideal I know there's I know there's got to be a term for this, but your ideal self mm-hmm. is straight out of the outsiders. You are a greaser. <laughs> from the outsiders you're like you're like so true soda pops like degenerate brother oh this is so true i mean i i look at the outsiders i look at bruce springsteen music videos and i'm like why can't i have them oh god i was just going back over our uh, gaslight anthem uh episode today too uh, it's just it's oh, all yeah. making sense you are you are a greaser <laughs> And I wish I was that cool, man. <laughs> I loved the Gaslight Anthem song. He lit a cigarette on a parking meter. Yeah. Or, I'm just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Why can't I be that cool? <laughs> just lighting matches on parking meters, and I'm just sitting here with my Erlenmeyer flask. Filled you with are drinking out of an Erlenmeyer flask. Mm. Um, so for, for those folks out there who haven't visited our new and improved website, which is amazing, by the way. Um, secretweaponproductions.com yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh, it's, it got a total facelift uh, Clark did the photography for it and mm-hmm. you'll notice there are a bunch of Erlenmeyer flasks because that's kind of our, our <laughs> MO that's our thing and instead of just using them for that and and then using them I don't know as decoration or giving them back or anything <laughs> else useful with these things you are actually drinking cocktails out of them now yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and at first I, can I thought measure to the milliliter. <laughs> at first, I thought that was a like a really weird thing, but then you told mm. me that they hold an entire liter of liquid. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that kind of redefined my appreciation for Were the Erlenmeyer Meyer flask. <laughs> mm. You live pretty close to a brewing supply store. You That's could, uh, true. Just over. That is very true. <laughs> You are fifteen dollars away from your very own <laughs> Meyer. I I think I might leave that to you. It seems like it seems like a very Clark thing. <laughs> it's definitely not as cool as taking a pull off of a no, cigarette. No, that you just lit off of a parking meter somehow. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I'll take what I can get. Uh, so uh, what's okay? Up? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we were talking about stuff and things. Um, uh-huh. So after, I think we both kind of came to the same conclusion um, about why life has felt a little different in the last few weeks, um, mm. and that we've both kind of had just a moment of enlightenment somehow. <laughs> uh, how that's manifested itself is different. Um, I've, I think mine has manifested in completely letting go of anger and and um, yeah basic you know disc unnecessary discomfort for the sake of being fired up you know um yeah yeah living in anger and just appreciating everything um and with that has come this weird appreciation for pop music um (laughs) really uh but not like 
poppier things than I've ever listened to. Let's put it that way. Um, mm, you know, fair. I've always, I've always appreciated uh, 1989. So there's no two ways about that. But uh, I'm not extending that to <laughs> to every <laughs> contemporary of Taylor Swift. Um, I mean, you kind of have to like. Yeah, you do. It's it's, <laughs> it's a phenomenal album. Um, but the song that one of the songs that I kept hearing on the radio at work uh, mm-hmm. was uh, "Way Down We Go" by Kaleo. Uh, hmm. And the more I, I I heard it a few times, and the more I heard it, the more I started to realize that there is this whole subsection of pop that's this kind of simplistic very beat heavy um mm. pop that that works really well I, I and i i have a very I, i'm starting to appreciate it a lot um but yeah let's let's just see if we can get a get a piece of this song that kind of describes what i'm talking about So you can you can hear I mean this guy his voice is super soulful um and after seeing him in the music video for this song <laughs> I I am a bit I'm a bit in the state of mind that I don't know anything. I don't know yeah. anything about the world anymore because this guy looks like I mean he looks like maybe he could do backup vocals for like 30 seconds to Mars. Um yeah, he's just like tall skinny he's, white boy yeah. with like a five o'clock shadow yeah and then he's got this and his voice. hair is kind of greased back it's just yeah. like it's got so much depth and soul to it um i think that's initially what drew me into this song you know because mm. at, at work we have really shitty radios so you can't really hear stuff all that well <laughs> like the low the low <laughs> frequency yeah. sounds all that well um and i was like stocking milks or something in the cooler and i heard that voice come on i was like excuse me what is that? What's what's going on here? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I walked over and turned it up a little bit. I actually bit. like this. Yeah. That, let me tell you, it's hmm. it's been a while since I've had a boner at work, but... Yeah. <laughs> so were you... Did you also think maybe this was Hozier the first time you heard it? You know, I I probably would have, I but I could not tell you a single Hozier song. What? Take me to church? Oh... I thought we talked about that on the podcast once, buddy. We might have, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, well, some episodes I managed to make it through a few, like, between one and seven ciders, so. Um, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Oh, they also did the friggin' song, uh, Cherry Wine, that song oh. about domestic abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I do know Hozier, but not enough to, like, c- compare or to know enough oh. to, <laughs> to be like, yeah. oh, this is Hozier. Yeah. But I definitely had to Shazam it. <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, I uh, I have a coworker who, when this song came on, he was convinced that this was used in one of the James Bond movies. And huh. at first I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I listened through it again, and it kind of does have that do, 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 do. Like kind of it does follow something similar to mm-hmm. like a James Bond song mm-hmm. in terms of chord progression. 
So that was an interesting take on it too. Yeah. A James Bond song. Yeah, him and Adele have been teaming up. Wait, Adele did the <laughs> one for whatever, Skyfall, right? Yes, and then Sam Smith did the most recent one, huh. which I thought um, – Sam Smith, another guy who does not look anything like he sounds. No. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't a particular fan of, of the song that they used. So yeah. wh- whatever. These guys could do the next one. Yep. And I'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've yet to really explore much more of their music. Um, but this this song just strikes a chord with me for some reason. I don't know. It was just uh, kind of my intro to this simplistic pop that I I think is becoming more and more popular. Um, and I am absolutely okay with that. Yeah, I, I think as pop goes in one direction to the uh, you know the bro step breakdowns and the will i am cuts and and you know oh as pop music on one end gets incredibly incredibly produced yeah i think it's also um there's there's a little bit of pushback the other way where we need palate cleansers yes and i feel like this song is an example of that like where you can listen to it on the radio and it's not going to make your like adrenaline spike yeah it's just like good to listen to it's good to sing along yep. with good to just thump your steering wheel to mm-hmm. you know absolutely but it's got enough enough depth to it to you know strike a chord in uh Mm. in your core Mm. somewhere you know um yes but speaking of terrible pop music uh have you (laughs) have you had a chance to listen to the new xx single dude you made me so scared to even try i'm I'm worried because i think it'll ah see that's what scares me so much man the xx self-titled album was one of my favorite albums it's one of my favorite albums of all time like it really is it might not be top 10 but it's definitely top 20 and i just wish so badly they had just stopped yeah and just let it die but the fact now they're putting out a single and i'm like no no (laughs) so what's the single like um what is it even called it's called uh on hold um I'm not going to play it, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm going to just so I can explain, just so I can hear it while I kind of ex- briefly explain it to you. Um, yeah, play it to yourself, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil it for these nice people yeah. listening. Which there's like a hundred more of you than last time. I know. We what, talked. It, Where did you come are from? Are you guys like? Are you guys mating? <laughs> are you like? Are you using Into oh, the man. Echo as a dating service and then having children? Um, That'd be great. Because huh? <laughs> this is do that. <laughs> We did put out a lovemaking episode. We did. Oh, God. It's our own fault. Um, uh-huh. Oh, man. Um, God, this is another anyway. one of those music videos with story. I have to fast forward through the first mm. minute of it. Um, I so, do like the album art for the new XX. Yeah. Okay, go on. Um, so it kind of starts off like with what you'd expect from the XX, but then there starts to be this like little sort of kind of beat that kicks in like behind the vocals and it kind of builds and builds and builds just like, just like your standard EDM pop track. Mm -hmm. And then somebody, I don't know who's, I don't know who is featured on it. Um, let me see if it's listed real quick. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have it listed, but, 
there's like some auto-tuned repetitive verse that it's sung by somebody or who knows some computer maybe that they typed it into that just mm. repeats over and over again over like a kind of like a, a, a pseudo trappy sounding beat Ugh. Ugh. yeah this is an xx song yeah. oh man it's it's so disappointing um, is it trying to like rip off Radiohead, or is it trying to be more of like a talk box, or like what's a? Hmm. I should probably just listen. <laughs> I bet there are people listening who are like, just turn yeah. on the damn song. <laughs> but this is season two, baby, yeah. and I, I, it's anarchy. Yeah, so it's absolutely anarchy. Uh, <laughs> watching the music videos making me like it more because it's lots of, um, like I don't know. Um, Don't you normalize this, Riley. You came in here with a rant well, in your heart. Make a dude. And All I right. want that out of you. Um, Do not normalize new XX songs. Uh, it out, man. It's just, it's so disappointing. It's so flat. Um, and I'm with you. I wish they would have stopped with the first one. It's It's now, I mean, I hear it so many times uh, a mm. day on the radio. And it's just... Ugh. It's heartbreaking. It just, I don't know. I, good for them for being successful, but mm. I'm, I'll, nope. I'll keep my I'll keep my first XX album and leave it at that. Mm. They should have just made a different band, added a different member, call it the XXL. Yeah, there you go. Um, yep. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, I'm gonna do a. There are there are better things. There. there are better things going into pop right now than than that. So mm. keep your eye out. Well, thanks for listening to it. So I don't have to. Someday I'll have it forced upon me, and and I will be disappointed because my simplistic idea of what the XX is, where it's just like VCR, mm-hmm. like oh. it's such a such a simple, delightful song. Um, I don't want to ruin that. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make this into kind of a, a weird transition. And speaking of ruining things, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know who Yoko Ono is? Uh, I have a faint idea. I know that she was John Lennon's wife. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She dated John Lennon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got uh, you got the gist of it. So she dated John Lennon for and for a while. while she did uh, caveat here um, before you mm. give me credit for having the basics figured out. Um, mm. For the longest time, I thought that Yoko Ono was mm. Anya's real name because of the song Orinoco Flow. I got the two Yoko Ono and Orinoco mixed uh, up. Oh no! Yeah, I thought it was a flavor of Girl Scout cookie. So you're ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it very well could be. Yeah, you have your Thin Mints, your Samoas, your Yoko Onos. Yeah. Uh, it's it's this sushi-inspired cookie. Mm. I, I feel like this might be racist, but I don't mean it to be. Anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, she dated John Lennon, and I don't, I, I don't know if they got married or not, whatever. But uh, she is largely credited for being the one who helped break up the Beatles because she wanted John to be doing his own thing or be doing more stuff with her. And she'd come to practice with the Beatles and she would just be a nuisance. And she like, she like did a live show with them once. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they gave her a freaking microphone uh, and a tambourine. Oh, God. And in the middle of, like, this normal song, she just started doing this, like, warrior princess wail thing. And it was like a la 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 type thing. It's really weird, right in the middle of the song. Weird. And everyone is just kind of looking at her, like, "What are you? Why are you doing this?" And that's kind of been um, her career since the Beatles and John Lennon. Is she'll go to art exhibits and just, just, uh, she'll just like have on a dress, and it will be an art exhibit, and people will gather around her, and she's probably paid thousands, tens of thousands to be there. And she'll just yell random things. And that's like her exhibit is just like yelling this things. It's really weird. Yeah. So. It's making me not like her very much. I thought very much the same way. But then I pulled up an, an old favorite album of mine that came out in 2013, 14, whatever, called Strange Desires by a band called Bleachers. You heard of those guys? Uh, I've heard of. I, I couldn't tell you a single song. Okay, so it's um, one of the main guitarist-slash-singers from the band Fun. Mm-hmm. You know those guys? Mm-hmm. Um, he went off into a side project that, like myself, was inspired by more of like the Bruce Springsteen sound and the Beatles and kind of that classic Americana vibe. Um, so he went off and kind of did an album of his own, and he called it Bleachers. Mm-hmm. And it talks a lot about struggling with mental illness, falling in love and it keeps coming back to a few central themes and i was listening through the album and the song came on that i and i know i've heard it before but it it struck me in such a different way this time and it's the song is called i'm ready to move on i believe mm-hmm. and um it features um miss yoko ono and i'm just gonna play a bit of it for you here and then I'll talk about it a little bit more. I have a lot to say, so I'll try and keep it short. But here's a little bit of it for you. Snow is smiling all the time. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to move on. They closed the park way late last night. And there's a sad way the echoes are. So it's hard to, I guess let me contextualize this real quick. This is a pop album through and through. It's not a pop rock album. It it is not even a a pop punk album or anything like that. Like it's a pop album. And it is, man, this whole album, like I said, it talks about um, like depression, anxiety, suicide, even especially in this song. I mean, it's essentially talking about someone being talked down from suicide Mm. um and someone who is ready to move on and then another person coming along and saying like let's give it another year and then come back to this you know Mm -hmm. stick around for another year and then if you're ready to go after that great but just give it another year uh which is sometimes that's what depression is Mm mm-hmm you know, sometimes to the idea of living for a very long time is is overwhelming or exhausting yeah. or it doesn't seem possible. So you just have to live for, like, the next day and hope that, you know, you, you have the will to live for the next day after that. You know, it's kind of like struggling with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. So uh, this song, 
in the middle of a of a pop album, like I said, covers a dark topic and it comes at it from a very kind of a darker sound and mm-hmm. it, it, it's just completely unlike the whole rest of the album yet it takes so many elements from everything else. I mean, we have a song called Restless Heart and we have a song called Reckless Heart and uh there's a, and there's mentions of like crooked hearts in a bunch of songs. There's a bunch of different types of hearts, and this song comes back to that. And there's songs about mental illness, and this song comes back to that. And this becomes the onus of the album, mm-hmm. where everything is there, yet it is none of those things because it sounds so dramatically different. Yeah. So that's what I, I mean. When I when I first listened to it, it I that was immediately my thought. Like, there's no way that this whole album could sound like this because this is so unique um yeah that a whole album of and this was... would just be too much <laughs> yeah but there was a part that you especially liked right yeah uh like right uh, kind of right at the beginning about a minute in when that synth first comes in you can tell it gives it that because uh, the song the song sounds fairly dark right from the beginning um mm-hmm. but that that synth that comes in kind of gives it that note of hope or that note of positivity that you need to I mean, it's very, it's like a, it, it's very metaphoric for, for depression. I think it kind of gives it that, that one little spark of, of hope for, uh, for mm. things being better, you know? Um, yeah. And it's not going to make everything better. It's just going to make right now better. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think that's very, very skillfully used by, by bleachers on this. Yeah. And you and I also commiserated quite a bit, um, so you guys heard kind of what we're talking about in the first cut that I played, but I do want to play a little bit of towards the end of the song because it shifts just kind of dramatically into this into this soundscape, this very mm-hmm. interesting synth wilderness. Um, <laughs> how would you describe it? Yeah, no, I <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I didn't even know I had synth wilderness. Synth wilderness. That's mm. that's got to be an album somewhere or something. Yeah. Well, it'll be an episode title now. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to play just a little bit of what we're talking about here. Um, I know it definitely, you, you really liked it on your first listen. Yeah. So here's a little bit of that. And I mean, I don't know what else to add. Uh, go listen to the very go listen to the full album, Strange Desires. It's on Amazon Music. You don't even have to pay for it if you have Prime. Um, it's a very good album. This song is just such a, a very interesting, bittersweet cherry on top. Yeah. So uh, it was a very nice surprise. I, I did, had no idea what to expect, um, especially mm. when you told me that this song in particular is completely different from the rest of the album. <laughs> Usually yeah, that, that yeah. means this is going to be super weird and dissonant, <laughs> but this is, this was a yeah. very nice surprise. Yeah. Glad you like it. Hooey, I am talkative today. This, um, a leader is a lot of drink to drink, <laughs> Riley. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but like, it's not nothing. You don't man. say. <laughs> Oh, sweet mercy. I'm down to 200 <laughs> milliliters. Nothing. 
<laughs> Clark Hodges, March 4th, uh, March 5th, 2017. It's not nothing. Oh, man. 200 milliliters to go. I got this. I'll let you when take questioned over the about for a bit. I've a liter of liquid, Clark Hodges uh-huh. boldly responded, it's not nothing. <laughs> You'll see me credited in some friggin' scientific papers one of these days, man. <laughs> that that shit's profound. They write songs about that. Oh, so. yeah, that is that's classic Clark right there. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad people are getting to see the side of you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> good shit. What 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 you got? Um, man? What you thinking about? What's oh, on your mind? That's that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep up with your your long stretches of uh, of acceptable transitions because um, you just said what you got <laughs> and that was the intro ti- the uh, the title of the intro song to my favorite album of the next artist um, and oh, no it, it was very similarly similarly flavored um, to to this track <laughs> that I picked. Uh, the, the track that I've got today uh, is called Pen to Paper, and it's by mm. Brother Ali uh, off of his new album. Um, I think it's called All the Love in This Whole World. Um, yeah, uh, mm. yeah, that's that's correct. Um, All the Beauty? That is more correct than what I said. Yep. All the Beauty in This Whole Life. Got it. <sighs> It's amazing what the internet will do to you when you actually like look stuff up. Um, mm. Yeah, so <laughs> it's off the album "All the Beauty in This Whole Life," uh, which is an upcoming album from Brother Ali. Uh, he hasn't put anything mm. out in a few years, so I'm excited to hear what he's got to say. But the first two singles he's put out are absolutely amazing. Um, mm. I am so excited. His, the other one, the one that we're not covering today, is called uh, Own Light, What Hearts Are For. Uh, also. Which is so pretty. Incredible. Oh. Incredible. Yeah. Lyrically, just exactly what I need right now. Um, he, it's, like, it's like he took everything that it took me, you know, f- four months to figure out. He took it and, and condensed it into one, one nice, beautiful package. Um, what a badass about just not i don't know uh we'll, we'll talk about that one in another at another time uh probably at the release of the album but though i do want to maybe take this opportunity by the time you guys are listening to this um you'll notice a bit of a change on our website at secretweaponproductions.com because we we now have additional content um it, instead of just like podcasts where you can go to secretweaponproductions.com slash echo and just see our list of podcasts, we're now starting to write a lot more about um, stuff that we don't talk about yeah. or maybe expand upon things that we do talk about in episodes. Um, yeah, I, I know I'm saying this a little preemptively, but it, it, it'll be a couple weeks before this episode's out. So by then we'll definitely have some, some write-ups about music. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Oh, I, I was just going to say, I don't know about you, but but I... I write about music so much better than I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. This is just this yeah. is a great way to, to kind of get the basics covered and have somebody else's voice in the conversation, um, and mm-hmm. a good way to keep each other updated on what you know what we're feeling, what we're going through, all that stuff. Because I think both of us rely almost entirely on music to express <laughs> express 
what, or at least yep. augment how we're feeling. Um, yeah. Augment's a very good word for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but the writing part will be very cool. Um, the, the updates to, yeah, we'll have, uh, an into the echo blog, uh, going and I'm super excited about that. I've already got so many ideas. Um, yeah. And we may get a separate website for it entirely. We'll let you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and we'll let you know. But for now, we're just kind of keeping on the same platform. Um, we'll see. But it's uh, – I'm so excited to read your thoughts. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> I know. I You had a couple drafts typed up in the in the, in the the mock blog, and I <laughs> – Mm. It was it was cool to read um, just little snippets here and there. It'll be it'll be a good another good way to uh, to kind of bring music into uh, the over overarching conversation. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but speaking man, of bringing let's... bringing music back into the conversation, uh, <laughs> Brother Ali, nice, uh, completely completely destroys this this track. Um, Pen to paper, yeah. Right? Uh, okay. This is, I, I, I have no, I have no words to, to introduce you to this. It just needs to happen to your, to your ears. So here you go. Put pen to paper the first time when I was barely eight or maybe nine. That was the late eighties Reagan time. Put in the freshest tape rewinds. Wait. Let me take my time. The entire landscape of that blank page was mine. Created space to climb inside, escape the crazy times. Reshape the climate, break it down. That was my frame of mind. Thank the divine, great design, and this as my sacred shrine. I made myself a place to shine. Wait, let me spray this rhyme. When I was 13, I met KRS. He put me on a stage, suggested I read up on Dude, I'm still geeking out over these rhyme schemes, oh. man. I, I told you the first time I listened to it and the second time I listened to it, and I'm still there. Yeah. He is rhyming so many words in every sentence with other words and other sentences, and he's making it sound so natural and tells such a concise and compelling story. Absolutely. This is such a good track. Um, so Rhymesayers, uh, as we know, has been uh, fairly prolific in the last uh, year, because I think it's been mm. almost a year since uh, The Impossible Kid came out from Aesop Rock, which... Amazing, amazing album if you guys haven't checked that one out. Um, and we got Fishing Blues from Atmosphere. We got uh, a brand new artist, Dem Atlas. Um, although I think he oh, yeah. has been around yeah. for a couple of years. Um, I just saw him this year, which is, makes him fresh in my mind. Um, oh, yeah, he was an opener for... He was an opener for right? Atmosphere and Brother Ali. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, mm-hmm. there you go. That was, uh, that was such a great show. I... I, I mean, best, best hip hop show by far, and and one of the best I've ever been to. Just how genuine those guys are. Um, yeah. And I told you, yeah. Seamus got a hug from Brother Ali, right? Yeah. Oh man. It's just uh, nothing but positivity coming out of Rhymesayers, um, which is amazing. Uh, but they've still got the edge that that they need to. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know to fit into their world uh, and pen to paper is basically i mean it's brother ali doing what he does best for an intro track because i'd imagine this is track one um oh yeah there's no way and he really likes to come out with guns blazing on on his albums um like i i said earlier that uh the intro track to one of my other favorite albums of his is what you got and it's just i mean it's as raw as this is um Mm. but 
yeah, like you're saying, there's just something about the way that that Brother Ali raps on this song that it just it's so smooth, but it's got so many edges and hits you in all the right places. Mm. Um, but not once do you think he I don't, is confused about the message he's trying to convey. You know. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. No more conviction has ever been found <laughs> in a in a verse. Um, I think than especially near the end of this song. I mean, when it, when yeah, he where his tone just shifts completely at that last verse. I kind of want to play. Yeah, that last it starts verse at too. it starts at one fifty exactly. Yeah, here's that for you. Proudly, the U.S. government profiled me and the sponsors dropped me. Some of my listeners felt away, so they no longer got me. I knew that telling that truth is costly. No one alive can stop me. I rolled that flag out on the ground and prostrated my body. This is more than music to me. This is ancestors speaking through me at the tomb of Rumi. My mic's a rifle, I'm honor bound to fire my weapon truly. Whether they cheer me, cheer me, boo, salute me, or just shoot me. Let it be known, my whole life I break that cycle, set it in stone. I'd still rather be known as a man that stand on my own. Yeah, his whole tone just shifts there. It sounds, you said you compared it kind of like Danny Brown. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's different. And it's, see, this is reassuring to me because... I found that um, Brother Ali's album, oh, what was it called? The the white album cover, and there were, like, black and white drawings on oh, it. Oh, um, um, something about us. I think it might just be us. I think it was just us, yeah. I was so disappointed with that album. There were some very good things on it, but all, all of the beats were so repetitive. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, an eight-bar beat. And it would just repeat that same eight bars, the beat. And he would just rap in the same cadence over the beat the whole time. And it's just like the songs were like four minutes long of the same beat, the same flow. And I'm just like, this is too much, man. And like there were some songs that offered some some brevity. But this this song, Pen and Paper, is so different than that. He changes up his flow. Like almost every verse, mm-hmm. his flow is different. And the music goes in so many more directions. This is just good, so, good rap music. So amazing. Yeah, I I can, I mean, it sets the tone for the album, hopefully. Um, and yeah, like we were talking about, Own Light, the other single that's come out, is is equally phenomenal. Um, more so lyrically, uh, this mm. this just has that, that fire that you want right at the beginning of this album. But yeah, and it's it's doubling down. And this is something, I mean... I know we've both <clears throat> talked about how we've we've calmed down a bit. We're not going to let anger be what controls us. Like we are going to take control of our own emotions and destiny and whatever whatever that mm-hmm. is, as cheesy as that is. But Brother Ali, <clears throat> he's he's doubling down on his convictions here, and he's saying, "I've raised a fuss about issues before, and I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, like I am still doing it, and I've lost some fans because of it. I've lost." You know, he, he does speak out against racism, and he's kind of in a weird spot to do that because, like, he's white, but he... Oh, he's albino. <laughs> he's albino, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's in, like, this weird place yeah. where it's like he is a minority, <clears throat> but he, he looks and, and may receive some of the privilege of a white male. And <clears throat> it's just really interesting to hear him broach these topics. Mm-hmm in such a way especially with this fire of saying like you know yeah you lose some that's what happens when you stand up for beliefs yeah. some people fall by the wayside some people don't get it some people accuse you of being something you're not but you can't stop you can't let that stop you from from moving forwards and listening to your conviction 
Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, I respect yeah. that. Man, I respect that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's part of. I think that's that's a fairly congruent thread throughout Rhymesayers is that the guys that they that the guys that they represent speak with this conviction of mm. knowing that they're knowing what they want to do and what they want to get done with music and that that not everyone's going to agree but that's okay that's part of the power of it um and hmm. i don't know i'm i i'm i i'm finding myself in a similar kind of situation where at least socially or i don't know even relationship wise i've always kind of tried to be a pleaser you know um Mm-hmm. Not, I don't think to the to like an extreme point, but definitely to the point of where I'm not acting out of my own best interest anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And that that has been part of this whole kind of revelation I've been on lately is is getting rid of that and just I'm so content with who I am and what I'm doing that I don't need the approval of anybody. And that's kind of what he's talking about is. Yeah, he's lost fans. He's lost, you know, he's lost record deals or whatever um, because of what he's saying, and that's okay, and that's part of it. And I, mm. I think I've come mm-hmm. to terms with that in my own life, um, which took me long enough, Jesus. But uh, <laughs> here I am, twenty some odd years later. I still can't do the math. Uh, and finally figuring that out, and it's just such a relief. I can't imagine what that feels like in the creative realm, though, having that kind of freedom mm. to just to be able to create what you want. Um, yeah, and that I yeah, think is for very much comes to the forefront in this in this song. And if you can create anything you want, if you've been given that freedom, why be anything but mm. authentic? Absolutely. Why be anything but the truest version of yourself? Because if you have been given that that beautiful incredible option and you just do what you think will sell best dude you you're doing yourself a disservice and and you're kind of shitting on the position that's been given to yeah. you and so it's great to see someone sticking to their guns when given that option and saying like great cool i can do anything i want great i'm just gonna keep being me yeah and yeah mm, it's a good song <sighs> it gets the, it gets the blood pumping that's for sure it does. You know, I was um, <clears throat> maybe this is a bit abrupt. Uh, I was going to throw out a bonus song, and I was going to talk about it for a while, but this episode's kind of already gone a little bit longer mm-hmm. than I wanted. So I'm going to do something a little bit different, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say that um, I'm going to be talking on our blog, on our blog page. You know, at secretweaponproductions.com/slash/echo. Um, we'll, we may have a more eloquent <laughs> URL soon, but for now, that's what we're working with. Uh, you know, just whenever we click the button to, to get the other <clears throat> address, we will. But for now, secretweaponproductions.com slash echo. I am writing a post about a band called The Proto Men. And this is a concept band that does this incredible rock opera about <laughs> robots and the the these two creators who created robots and then one of them went rogue and framed the other guy. And this is all in the first couple songs. Um, I'm not, I'm not spoiling too much, but I will be writing a pretty long post about those guys and my experience with them. So that's going to be your bonus track this week is, um, 
a song by the Proto Men called Light Up the Night. Uh, you can go look it up on your own. I guess I'll link it in the in the show notes as well. But I'm I'm gonna try and get you guys to read this one instead. Yeah. Can Can I do that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yep, that's okay. He's like like I was mentioning earlier. Uh, it's oftentimes easier to get across what you want through writing than than speech, especially. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know that's definitely true for me. But. Yeah. But we're gonna keep doing the speech. Oh, absolutely! This, this is, is really so fun. much fun. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great this way great. to. Yeah, this is definitely the the main point. Yeah, the the, the blog will be a supplement and a, and a, a sister to it and a and a way to even. Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, there's a podcast. This isn't actually funny. Warning, but uh, there's a blog called Daring Fireball where a guy writes about Apple and tech related stuff, and then he has a podcast called The Talk Show, and he calls it the Director's Notes of Daring Fireball. And I kind of want to reverse that to where it's like our blog is the director's notes mm-hmm. of the Into the Echo podcast. It's where you can go to hear uh, more of our thoughts about these songs and what went into it and maybe about the whole album instead of just the song itself. And and by doing that, it allows us to keep our episodes a bit shorter, a bit more concise, where you can just hear the music, kind of hear our initial thoughts, hear some stories about ourselves and our stories related to that music. And then if you want to dive in a little bit more, great, we have that. Mm-hmm. So not not for every song, of course, but just for you know some of the ones that we can't get out of our head or that we felt like we may not have been able to say everything we wanted to yeah. say in the podcast, we'll just write it out because we're more eloquent and we're not less drunk, but we're more eloquent in prose anyway. So, <laughs> And and uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just, I get home after work and I just want, I've been thinking about a song all day or something. I just want to write something about it. Just like what I've been. Yeah, totally. What, how it's been treating me and that kind of stuff. So it'll be a great outlet all for that. And it is going to be, uh, like rich posts. It's not. It's not just going to be like kind of blurbs. Well, sometimes it'll be blurbs, but we want to include the music videos. We want to include, you know, it, it. It's going to be well thought out and totally worth your time. And every now and then, it's just going to be a blip. Like, love the song, check it out, whatever. But um, totally worth checking out. So, yeah, that's all I have for this week. Yep. Um, think... Any last things you want to say? No, I. Uh, that I'm. I'm happy with with what we got there. Um, I think. We continue to have some kind of thread between all of our songs that we pick every week without intending to. Um, it's pretty it, weird, It just right? kind of works that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the power of suggestion or what, but um, I, I like it. It's good, mm. uh, and, and yeah. we will continue to do so. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, well, have a good night, everyone.